0: I don't think, well, especially guys, they don't understand that breast size is, it can be a hindrance. I believe Like a real hindrance to your health. Yeah. And I had family members who had breast reductions because they had such bad back problems. Yeah,
1: that's what this is this one my one client's dealing with is back problems.
0: It is like the equivalent of like hang some like weights to your front. Yeah. And see how that impacts everything you do from sitting in a chair to walking around to I mean like your whole center of gravity is changed and is vastly different than what is considered probably the neutral yeah. position for your body Yeah. so you're working muscles all the time even when you're in quote unquote neutral right. position. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now here's your hosts Nick and Shannon Birch.
1: Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about something tonight that's near and dear to my heart. And hey, it's near and dear to your heart, too. Boobies! Literally near and dear to your heart. Yes. Yep. Very much so. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this was all prompt. I'll tell this when we get into the meat of the podcast. And I don't, no pun intended. Uh.
0: This, when, when we get abreast of the topic, yes, we, we
1: keep you abreast of the topic. Um, so this uh, this idea of is there certain exercises or workouts that can reduce uh, breast size? Yeah. I was inspired by a conversation I had this week. So we're going to explore that idea some more in the in the in the 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 main part of the topic. Mm -hmm. The main part of the podcast, excuse me. But before we do that, guys, we want to thank you for listening. Um you guys, we just got done with our three hundredth episode giveaway. And uh thanks to everybody who participated in that. Uh we announced a winner last week. Um, but we'll be having another giveaway very soon. But uh until then, you guys can rate and review the podcast and uh please spread the podcast by sharing it with a friend. Sharing the, uh, a podcast episode is so episode uh, so easy that you know, I mean you can literally just click on the episode, hit the little like I you know an Apple Podcast that has a little share icon on it. Yes. And you can even text the episode. Just text it to a friend. Yeah. That's so easy. Um so keep doing that guys. We really appreciate that. Um so and stay tuned for the next giveaway. We're gonna be doing one real soon. Um training recaps. I think last week we talked about your training was a little bit lacking because you're you were feeling a little bit less than motivated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this week
0: this week I did much better. Mm-hmm. Um I got in it four or five days. It might have been four days, but I did a couple kind of hip workout days and a couple spin days, mm-hmm. including a lovely 45 minute power zone training this power morning zone. which was delightful. Yeah. I know that probably didn't sound delightful to a lot of people, but I found it very delightful.
1: Forty five minute spin class is no joke. No. And what is power zone? I mean power zone is like the type two cardio. Or like like you find your zone. Your yeah, fat so it's zone.
0: it's all about yeah, so it's all about your the the kind of key zone, there's your zone one is your kind of recovery and mm-hmm. your kind of um rest. It's almost like rest. Yeah. And then you have your recovery, but like your fat burning zone, yeah. which is two and three. Yep. And then four is like your transition. Five gets into like actual work. Yeah. Whereas like the the two and three are more endurance kind All of right. zones. You work on those for long. Like there's actually power zone endurance rides where yeah. you just sit in two and three the whole time. And in that like two and three out of seven zones yeah may sound like oh that's so easy you do that for like steady yeah for like a half an hour to 45 minutes to an hour it is a freaking workout man right. i mean it just burns you the whole time this time i did more in zone five which is ah, like the work zone where you really more sprint
1: training kind of almost
0: uh kind of it's more where you it, yeah It's it's the past your threshold. Yeah. So your threshold is four, five, six, seven. And that's where you really go outside your comfort zone, outside of what you can maintain for longer periods, and you really work on power. Yeah. So that's why I decided to give it a go today. I haven't done – I usually do the endurance ones because – I always need endurance training. Right. I never get to endurance training during the week, really. So I usually do those on the weekend. I really enjoyed the power zone training. Dennis Morton does a great job breaking down the science mm-hmm. of what's happening in your ride. And he just gets you amped up for it. And then he usually has some great, like he knows he knows music really well. So he's got some good beats for you. Oh, yeah. And it's just it was really enjoyable. Like 45 minutes flew by. And I was like, damn, maybe I could do a 60 minute. You oh, know, like getting, getting, a little, getting a little cocky here. So, yeah, maybe if I can find some time on one of my future weekends, I think I might try to tackle a 60 minute.
1: That is brave. I like it. And ambitious. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, my training was good. Uh, I felt like i hit my five days this week um you know i uh my workouts aren't very long um just because i don't have a lot of time in the morning and you know morning workouts are becoming more busy you know i'm doing 6 a.m workouts four out of the five days of the week so usually um so typically i i get up at five every day to to start my workouts Um, So that leaves me very little time to make sure I get done and then get a little prepped before my 6am virtual workout. So, you know, I gotta get my face on in the morning. So, Um, so yeah, my, my workouts usually consist from anywhere to 15 to 20 minutes of, and I also make sure I stretch before each one, whether it be seven to eight minutes, followed by another seven to eight minutes of working out. So, but like sometimes I get to go to the gym and do the sauna and some more like, weight lifting, but five days of consistent. I mean, I got some five days of movement and weightlifting res- resistance training and spin too, so I got on the peloton. So I was very happy with what I got accomplished this week. Um, to get into the main topic of this week's podcast, um, it was actually inspired by a conversation I had with a client recently. Um apparently they got recommended from a doctor to do exercises that would help them reduce their breast size.
0: Yeah, this this is a she's an amply endowed
1: lady. <laughs> yeah. I mean typically I don't know if people get recommended get that recommendation if they're not amply endowed.
0: I mean <laughs> I mean I would say I would go I would go as far as to say like um, like far beyond average.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I, that's, I'm trying to like give her yes. a, a rate. Yeah, trying a rating, if you will. Well, yeah. More, giving more description. Uh, that's right. I think she is above average. Um. So, but I have. I, I we were I was talking with my client about this. Who said this? whose doctor recommended this? Um, wacko doctor. And you know my and. Obviously, I my personal preference is be doing my job as as long as I have done. I haven't ever really seen any workouts that target reducing breast size.
0: Well, and you and I talked about it. Like, I don't think, well, especially guys, they don't understand that breast size is. It can be a hindrance, I believe like a real hindrance to your health. Yeah, and I had family members who had breast reductions because they had such bad back problems. Yeah,
1: that's what this is. This one, my one client's dealing with is and back problems.
0: It is like the equivalent of like hang some like weights to your front. Yeah. And see how that impacts everything you do from sitting in a chair to walking around to, I mean, like your whole center of gravity is changed and is vastly different than what is considered probably the neutral position for your body. Yeah. So you're working muscles all the time, even when you're in quote unquote neutral right position so it is it's very taxing
1: that's the, that's the thing i know i made the analogy comparison last night when we were talking a bit about it between us it's like you know basically having a couple kettlebells with a attached to a rope or you know like tied two kettlebells together with a rope and then hang it around your neck yeah essentially
0: and you mean, know? like the muscles that support you i mean it is it's like neck back yeah like upper back mid back mm-hmm. the whole shebang
1: so it to answer the question, because, you know, she threw it out to me, even though I think she knew what the answer was. She's been dealing She's with like, this her I'm whole life. I'm to double
0: check yeah. with a, prof- like, professional trainer yeah. and see if this is even remotely possible. She's been
1: dealing with it her whole life, and I think she was like, I would have been doing whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, like, and, oh, and oh that was is that my... all?
0: All oh, That's all I have to do?
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, there are so many gimmick workouts or – uh. There are so many gimmick workouts out there, like to lose the love handles, to lose um the little fat underneath your arms, you know, yeah. the lunch lady arms like they the, like to call the them, the
0: spot, yeah, the spot targeting,
1: exactly, fat yeah. deposits, yes, yeah. yeah. is sure that is sure. yeah that we that's already kind of you know uh, been poo pooed, but I've never seen one that's actually att- gone to reducing breast size, no. I've never seen it. Like I said, others I've been seen. I've seen it all, but I haven't seen that one.
0: Like I really want to know the doctor that would say this because I just, I, I just want to like go up to him and like earnestly say, "So, what, how do you reduce breast size with exercise?"
1: I believe there's a woman, but I poor lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anywho, the doctor. Yeah, the like, doctor, right? I
0: mean. I just feel like that person is smoking some really good
1: stuff. So, um, but let's, let's address it from another angle. Uh, I think the idea of uh, a workout or exercise that reduces, reduces breast size is um, ridiculous or uh, a pipe dream, if you will.
0: Well, um, yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, but because, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, breasts are, they're not muscle. They're fatty tissue.
0: There's muscle that underlies, I mean, just like you have of chest. Your yeah, your pecs, pecs, absolutely. There is muscle beneath. Right. Um so like there are depending on the the activities you do and sort of the the strength focus you put on them, especially when you're younger, you can change like that can impact the placement and like you know, setup of the ladies, mm-hmm. so to speak. But uh, otherwise, there, your, your, your breasts are tissue, right? And I mean, they're they're glands. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the fact you can, oh sure, I'm just gonna do some exercises and shrink these glands. Right. That that sounds possible. Yeah. No. Um, and it's largely due to genetics. That's I the mean, thing. there is, I will say, there is an impact in overall body fat and breast size. Right. Like if you have extra body fat on you, when you decrease that body fat, there's a good chance you're gonna lose some boob boob sizage. Yep. And you're gonna go down maybe Maybe this is like, you know, I I actually do know some friends who went down like way more than they were happy with when they started losing weight. Yeah. And because they are like, it came off my boobs first. And they were like outraged. Hmm. They're like, why? Why did I have to lose my boobs? And I mean, it's happened to me when I've done... um, at certain points in my life when I was leaner, I my boobs were smaller. Yeah. And it's just, you know, that's what happens. Some people, they can work out and work out, and they're still going to have larger breasts. That's just... Yeah. Again, genetics. It depends on where fat deposits accumulate and then where your body is going to take them from first.
1: Right. So, like... One of the, if there is methods to do it, I mean, one is, and, and so it's like, yes, you can exercise to lose weight. Right. That's, that's, that is a. You the, can lose body fat. You can yeah. decrease body fat. Right. Exactly. Through and exercise. Then that, and through exercise and diet, of right. course. Um, and that can affect the the size of your breasts. You right. can reduce it in that, in that and idea.
0: That same idea goes for men.
1: Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: And boobies. That's exactly oh, wow. right.
1: Yep, exactly right. So um, reducing fat overall, you know, fat composition in your body can reduce your breast size, you know, if, if that's where you're going to lose the fat from. Yep. Um, and exercise can affect that. So, but what about, let's take it from another angle. Say, it's like this said, a uh, client of mine is dealing with back pain and, you know, due to, you know, her prodigious bosom. Um, so how can we help strengthen the muscles that are really being affected by that? So typically, like we found an article, literally an article from today, um, talking about, uh, exercises that can help the, uh, you know, the, I guess, help you compensate for the, the, the stress that, uh, ample bosom is putting on your body. So they talked about in this article, they had some, you know, chest exercise, typical chest exercise, dumbbell chest press, dumbbell flies. Um, they even throw a, a, a cable cross in it. Um, they threw a cobra pose in it, which I think all is great. I think working the chest is really good, but I think about the back. Actually, the back is where I think you really need to focus on mobility and strength. Yeah, you know, and obviously, yeah, I know it's going to be always a constant battle trying to lose.
0: It's well, it's back and trunk.
1: Yep. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. All those
0: muscles holding your torso
1: up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So I think um, my suggestion were are, are some you know like mobility for your back, upper back, and lower back. So some of my favorite uh, stretchy mobilities for the back are cat and cow, you know, from the the cat and cow pose from our kind of synonymous with yoga. Um, I think those are great for your back and your kind of spine and things like that. Fle- uh, flexibility of your back. Um, child's pose, up dog, down dog. Once again, you know, synonymous with yoga, even though it is probably challenging for people with ample breasts to do those poses. Uh, a couple of my clients that have that, um, I don't, know if, I don't want to say affliction, because I don't think it's an affliction, but they might no, think so. No, that,
0: they that have that situation yeah. of life.
1: And they, they are able to do those poses. I mean, you're a yoga instructor yourself, and you're... You're fairly well. Done, fair, yeah, not, exactly, very, fairly not ample. Not any extremes. Yes, exactly, but... Um, so, and I think, uh, like you said, but when it goes to stretching or not stretching, when it goes to strengthening, I mean, you know, deadlifts or, or hinging from the back and you don't have to do a ton of weight, but strengthening your lower back, strengthening your glutes. And then like you said, the front part, you know, so typically, you know, when somebody is that well endowed on their front side, the interior side of the body, they have a posture that where they hunch forward or they try to compensate and then have an anterior tilt where they arch their back
0: also because i will say and this this has been like something i've faced my whole life i was made extremely aware of having good size boobs Mm -hmm. and as a female you don't want that to be where everyone's attention goes So you like try to shrink yourself right? and you that's why like a lot of women also I think get back issues because when we're growing up, it's about like, you know, you're you're like caving and you're rounding because you're trying to make your boobs look less prominent, right, you know, and like clothes and everything. If you stand up straight with big boobs, it looks like you're throwing your boobs out there for the world. Yeah. They're not for the world. They're just yours. And yet it's a very self-conscious situation when you grow up with big boobs. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know any female that grew up with big boobs. And if someone is listening that did and you were taught to be like very like, you know, stand up very tall and really get them them out there. It's just not what I was told. You know, it was just like no don't don't stick them out like that or you know like you know wear things that cover you and don't don't be too curvy don't be too that it's a lot of that like societal pressure and awareness of that i swear that that contributed to a lot of posture problems during those developmental years for Mm -hmm. me that have like seriously it's been an issue to like unlearn that. Mm -hmm. And even in posture today, like I know what my posture should be. And yet the habit is not just hunching down to look at stuff, but it's the boobs that if I stand up tall, those babies are being stuck out. And it's, it's something I've had to get used to as a woman. Yeah. So it's, That, I think, is a part of it, too.
1: Right. Yeah, like you said, I'm sure there is still the stigma about, um, you know, breasts being sexual organs and have to be contained and be put away and things like that. And for some reason, hopefully, we're getting over that. I know there was a big, actually, I think Adidas just did a big promotion about their sports brawls where they had a big print ad and it was... Basically, I think like 60 different pairs of breasts, like, I think they were blurred out a little bit, you know, mostly the aerial area, but they had a big printout about it and just how like, hey, all breast sizes are, you know, breasts aren't made equal, but they all deserve the same type of support and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and people gave them backlash for putting that out there. It's just like, I mean, it, it, it's, I understand some of the connotation to it, but it's like, it's a part of the body. And it, we realized just this whole conversation is that it can cause a lot of pain. The you know,
0: is if you've got big boobs, you have to wear two sports bras. Mm. Two. Have you ever put one sports bra on? Suckers are like wearing a freaking vice around your chest. Mm. Put two on.
1: No, yeah, yeah. I'm good. That's, but that that's and, and that's the thing. It's like I I it, trying to being someone who is uh, an exercise professional and having to deal with essentially, you know, I wouldn't say it's get close that 50% of my clients are females, but they have to deal with that. You know, are there some more than others? Mm-hmm. That's why we prompted this conversation, but it's like they need support in more they ways than one. And I'm not just trying to sound like a high and mighty person, but those women need support and they also need support on how to, you know, strengthen their bodies to hopefully alleviate some of the pain that's associated or maybe reduce the size of it through diet and exercise. And it's not s- that they don't know it. <laughs> I'm sure women yeah, who are at ample press know that help, you know, losing weight would help. But like this client of mine, I mean, she's been working out with me for six years. Some and people just
0: don't lose that. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like, like you people, said,
1: genetics, when you go back to that,
0: it's like people that can work out and, you know, even if i'm pretty lean i am never a thin person because i have a lot of muscle on my body i will never be thin Mm -hmm. and that's just a way that i'm built and for some people you could work out a ton Your, your boobs you might just not lose the weight there like some other people might right so you don't really know that's the wild card Yep. You just kind of have to deal with the hand you're dealt. Right. But um, I would say in addition to the exercises and things that you mentioned, something that I do think is a really, a really helpful tool is um, for women who have that weight on their front to, if you've ever done like where you've, Stood against a wall, or or stood right in front of a wall, and then sat down with your back and head flat against the wall, mm-hmm. and pressed back. Mm-hmm. And you can do this on the floor as well. And you can, but understanding what that feeling of a straight spine right. is, yeah, it's a very different feeling than what most women with larger breasts have like deal with on regular basis and you're pressing back. So you're realizing like, Oh, you can feel all the muscles and things that you're probably not focusing on. Another good way to feel that though, and strengthen those muscle is a plank.
1: Yeah. Plank
0: plank is a freaking phenomenal move for trunk strength and it works your back. You feel it. But it's really key because if you're gonna be holding up all of that weight, you have to do the front and the back. Because the reason that your back hurts is because everything on your front is being pulled down. Your core is contracting, your chest is pulling it down, and your back is trying to compensate. So you have to do a lot of back exercises, but it's all of those muscles that reach around your core And your trunk, you know, that if you can help strengthen those, you're going to start alleviating maybe some of the, like, mid to lower back pain. Yeah. Which is so critical.
1: Yeah. I mean, like you said, for the back, for the, I think the plank is great for the whole core. Yeah, it's, um, great it's really. I think it's really good for the posterior side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the dead bug is great for the anterior I side, would agree. which yeah. is a, which is kind of that move you talked about, laying flat on your spine and crushing, making sure that spine's flat on the ground. Whenever I tell people to do dead bugs, that's how they. I instruct them, and that works that pelvic control mm-hmm. that will kind of help you alleviate either that big anterior tilt that has that we big call arching it back.
0: Sassy, yes,
1: yes, exactly, right. So all right wow i didn't know we were going to go that so many directions with that topic we went but we did
0: anatomical mm-hmm. we
1: went all sorts of places yeah and another thing uh one of the best exercises i think for your chest and everything is boxing so and this one client who we had this conversation with has been doing that for like six years so yeah i told her to tell her doctor that uh maybe uh, Suck it. yeah, yeah. I didn't say that, but that's a good idea. (laughs) So speaking of, wait a second. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of things that don't suck. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of things that don't suck. (laughs)
0: I've been watching a lot of The Office lately.
1: We're going to go into what's got us pumped. So this segment, we let you guys know that something that's been, we've been in, in probably integrating into our lives, or we just got, that has got us super excited. And what's got me super excited is the idea that um, we actually might be going on a cruise in a few (laughs) days. Um, This cruise has been two years in the making. Um, Shannon and I talked about it last night. I don't know if we're excited yet. Um, I'm kind of getting pumped, I should say. (laughs) I know this is the what's got us pumped section, but I'm almost pumped section for this week Um, because it's going to be half pumped you know vacations yeah vacations always get me excited and um this will be you know there's a little bit more steps we got to take to get on this one but uh, i think once we're on it and we're pulling away from the dock i think we will be excited so that's coming up soon in a few days as you guys hear this um we get to experience some sun and ocean um so i'm really excited about that and maybe some uh frozen drinks
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So I I'm pumped about that. I am. I am getting more and pumped, more pumped by the day, I should say. Yeah. What about you? What's got you pumped?
0: Um I think it is I I've had it in my mind that I was going to try to do some journaling because many people i either start or end my day feeling like my head is just filled with extra things Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard to quiet that down or to feel like you're getting off on the right foot because you have all these ideas and thoughts swirling through your head now i'm learning meditation i'm actually learning to teach meditation which is even you yeah, know, kind of a funnier thought. But journaling is a really great practice to start kind of weeding through some of those circling and spiraling thoughts mm-hmm. and getting them out of your head. And I've been thinking, like, I had a journal at one point, and I was like, what happened to this journal? I don't know what did with it. Some point in the last few years, it vanished. I found it this week. I found it nice and I have actually used it and it did actually help because also I have all these ideas because I am learning these new things and I'm trying to figure out how to build the business around these things I'm learning and I have ideas but they don't stay in my head. They just sort of pass through. And sometimes they're strokes of genius and you know, other times they're not. Most of the time they're not. But I need to write them down. Mm-hmm. So I've started to keep um, that idea that I need to write some things down and I'm trying to keep my journal like out. But it was finding that thing after kind of years of going, hmm, I wonder what ever happened to that journal. I should get a journal. Where did that journal go? I finally found it. And Thanks. I was so freaking excited when I did. So, and how many pages were used out of it? One.
1: Well, hey, so
0: I have that means it's a whole fresh. journal It's ready to go.
1: So some say when you, you were pumped. You were pumped when you found it. I just said that. <laughs> you said you were excited. I was going to put an emphasis that you were pumped. That's what's got us pumped. Okay. So we we covered a lot, lot. We covered a lot today. We covered a lot lot today. We covered exercise. We covered journaling. We covered bosoms. Um. So I mean, it's. But this was a full serviced podcast. And uh, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I think she want to see the office, is what I think you're. You're alluding to right now So uh, Thank you guys For tuning in To this week's episode I hope you enjoyed it If so Rating review And Apple Podcasts. podcast You guys can also Let us know In that review Maybe what topic We should explore next Don't forget to share The podcast with a friend And stay tuned for Next week's episode It's going to be exciting It's going to be an interview episode mm. So I'm super Always excited about that And soon to come The next giveaway Listener giveaway
0: Boom boom boom
1: you got anything else for him? Yeah. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, AddictedtoFitnessPodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes Store. Thanks.